Welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. All right, so today we are talking about common mistakes in the gym keeping you from building muscle. And that could be your home gym. Could doesn't be your home be, gym. We are finished <laughs> wrapping up with our home gym. Garage gym. Garage gym. I, I'm, I'm impressed with how it turned out. You busted your butt to put that gym together. I'm really impressed. Yeah. It looks really good. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. <laughs> um, wow. We are losers. Um, <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, first one. Uh, not having a structured plan. Um, yeah, I am. This frustrates me more than anything. I I think not having a structured plan because the people who don't have a structured plan, they're just going in kind of doing whatever, following like a bro split, like, Oh, it's chest day. And I'm just going to do a bunch of chest stuff. And then tomorrow's a back day and just doing a bunch of random stuff. These individuals, They'll always be like, I just, I don't, I'm not motivated to go to the gym. I was like, because you don't follow a structured plan. The reason why structured plans are so helpful is because you can see the progression from week to week to week. So like, I'll explain like our squat progression. Like usually I'll have somebody do a box squat. They start to learn the movement pattern of that box squat. They start to build some weight. They get that confidence. And then we move to a pause squat to learn again, more positional work. They, it's really hard in the beginning. They learn that movement over four to five, maybe six weeks. They start building that weight. Then we go to a normal, uh, squat and then they feel like, Oh my gosh, I, I have to relearn this movement again. And then there's progression there. What ends up happening is with those mini progressions, you get motivated. It keeps you coming back. You feel empowered all because a structured plan. (laughs) And I think for women, the way that this applies to us is we have a tendency to want to follow this workout on YouTube or all these random workouts that we see on Instagram. And yeah, those, those may be good workouts, but if there's no structure to them, if there's no progression, then you are probably not going to build muscle, which kind of beats the whole point of doing these workouts. So it is so helpful to have a structured plan based on your goals so you can reach them. And as you said, keep motivated. Yeah. And the other aspect of this is with doing just random things included in your workout, um, like the person who made that plan probably has a bigger picture in mind of where they want you to go as an athlete, as a client, whomever. And when you're just doing random things, like you're not seeing how that overall picture can develop over time. And so quit doing random stuff follow a program. I happen to know of a company that does really good programs. <laughs> um, PS that's us. <laughs> um, so it's just helpful. It helps you be motivated. It's all around a great idea. Yes. The next point is not pushing yourself hard enough, basically just showing up and going through the motions. <laughs> yeah, this is, 
<laughs> Again, when people don't see the progress, I'll ask them like, when's the last time you failed a rep? I love seeing people fail a rep because it means they're pushing themselves to that limit. And you know what that limit is to push yourself to. I feel like a lot of people just they don't know their own strength and they have no idea how hard they can push themselves. Yeah. I had uh, a guy, he wasn't a client. He was just, I was a coach in the gym and he was doing a deadlift and I think it was like 95 pounds total. So 25 on each side with the bar. And he's like, man, this is, this is really hard. And it was in a workout. I was like, you can lift way more than that. He's like, no, this is hard for my three sets of eight. So in that last set, I was like, okay, I just want you to do as many as you can. I don't even want you to think about like stopping at eight just to see what that limit is. And he did 20. <laughs> so that just proves there's so many times when we think we're at our limit, but there's a whole level we haven't even dipped into, which is the actual intensity is what we're where we're looking for most of our people to go to because that's where the gains are. Yeah, without that and without that intensity, your muscles aren't tearing the way that they we need to in order to be able to grow back bigger. <laughs> yeah, and the only way for them to grow back bigger with that amount of intensity, which is a lower intensity, is just to increase the volume by such an insane amount. We're just working out all the time and that just sucks. That, yeah. I mean, it's just miserable to be like, "Oh, I had a two and a half hour gym session and I have to do this every single day." Well, you can do it three days a week if you are intense and get the same results and be in and out in an hour. That leads us to our next point, which is only focusing on light weights, high reps. And I think this is very much something that women are guilty of. Yes. And the CrossFit community probably. um, (laughs) Because by doing those lightweights, high reps, you are working on muscle endurance. You're not working on muscle strength and muscle strength is what you need in order to grow muscle, to see the gains that you want to have that lean toned look. Yeah. And the lightweights, high reps won't lead you to that toned look, um, building muscle is where you get that yeah. tone look. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and especially with light weights, high reps, your cardiovascular capability becomes a limiting factor. So if you're pumping out 30, 40 reps, like your heart rate starts getting up there, and that shouldn't be a limiting factor when trying to build muscle. It should be muscles failure is the limiting factor. So that's the other concern with light rate, lightweight and high reps is that we don't, we, if we wanted to work out our cardio, we'll have a specific workout for our cardiovascular system. If we want to build muscle, have a workout specifically centered around building that muscle and the cardio shouldn't be a limiting factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. And our next one is not using full range of motion. Yeah, this is, (laughs) <laughs> another one talk that, to me talk to me <laughs> um it's just not using full range of motion is one of the things that does frustrate me because it's you're not seeing the maximum output of those muscles when you're not seeing the growth that you want to see um and you're not able to move like we we say a lot of times like i my why is to be a great father a great husband be able to move, run, and be healthy for my family and be that great example that I can be. Using full range of motion allows me to be that person. 
I don't need to squat 300 pounds, 400 pounds, 500 pounds, whatever that may be. I do need to be mobile (laughs) in full range of motion is what allows me to be mobile. So for us moms or anyone who goes, does the grocery shopping, when you squat down and you pick up those bags, that's a full range squat. So mm-hmm. practicing that in your workouts is going to help you in your day-to-day life. It's leaning down to pick up your kids and being able to throw them up over your head. Those mm-hmm. are full range motions. Yeah. Side note, don't throw your kids. I meant lift. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say throw? <laughs> um, and then the, the last one, I guess I'm stealing your thunder here, just sloppy form. Um, when you're not um, tight in the certain areas. I I get a lot of concern, especially coming from the CrossFit space, like certain movements are dangerous. And I'll be the first to say, movements aren't dangerous. How you perform them is what creates the danger. And ego lifting is what creates the danger. So there are no bad movements, just how you move could be bad. In fact, if you think that that movement is causing you pain, chances are it isn't the movement. It's you doing it incorrectly. And by you doing it correctly, you could actually solve the pain that is yes. your fear. Your feeling. Yeah. It's if deadlifts hurt your back, you probably need to do more deadlifts because there's, there's a problem with that movement pattern and not having that correct muscular support around your skeleton um, to support that movement. Um, Granted, everyone's different. Everyone's body moves differently, but you have to understand because like a deadlift, I'm picking up groceries. That's a deadlift and hauling them around. So those type of things are going to be a part of your life. You can't just be like, I'm just never going to deadlift. Okay. Are you ever going to pick something up (laughs) off the floor ever in your life? Then yeah, you should learn the movement properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. All right. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Stay pretty healthy. Stay pretty healthy. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.